Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast and please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Chin Music with award-winning author Rick Robinson. We're going to talk about MLB, baseball, these surprises, who's not doing well this season. Also, we'll talk about the postseason in Major League Baseball as it looks like they're pulling this thing off here in this mind-boggling year of 2020. Also, we've got some great stories on Tom Seaver and Lou Brock, who both Hall of Famers who passed away this week. Also, some real interesting stuff about Roberto Clemente, as today, September 9, is Roberto Clemente Day in Major League Baseball. All of that and much more coming your way. Chin Music, Rick Robinson, and myself. Hey, don't forget to connect with me on social media, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Talking Sports with TK has its own Facebook and Instagram account as well. Lots of other podcasts. We got a Saints podcast coming up. We got picks with Trey Blossman coming up Thursday the 10th. That'll be every Thursday and Monday. Uh, Mike Fazan will have that Saints update for you tomorrow, September 10th. Also, Coonass and a Redneck, Anthony Gallo and myself with college football picks. That starts September 18. Brought to you by the Ice House Tap Room in Baton Rouge. All right, lots of stuff happening. Look for Talking Sports with TK. Tell your friends about it. Hit the favorite button so you'll always know when we have a new episode released. And as I mentioned, connect on social media. You'll always be able to keep up that way as well. Quick message, and then we're back with Rick Robinson, Chin Music. We're talking some Major League Baseball and three greats in Tom Seaver, Lou Brock, and Roberto Clemente. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. In this episode, Chin Music will be joined by award-winning author Rick Robinson. Near the end, we'll tell you how you can get a hold of his work. But it's time to talk some Major League Baseball and and three significant names from the past we'll get into today. Rick Robinson, hello. How are you doing today? Tommy, I am doing wonderful, but I'm sitting here stand, looking at the standings online and I am just shocked at what I'm looking at these days. Uh, you know, we said this this season was going to be either a an object failure or a shining moment. I think it's becoming a shining moment in that what is happening is that we're not canceling the season. We're not seeing something happen that everybody walks off the field at the mid in the middle of it. We're seeing actually baseball making its way through all of this. There have been a lot of bumps along the way. What I find really surprising is not necessarily the teams that are winning. I mean, we said when this whole thing started that it was, you know, in the National League, it was going to be, can anybody stop the Dodgers? We're looking at it now, and that's what we're seeing. I think what is surprising to me is who is not not playing well. You look at the the East in the National League, you got the Washington Nationals, you know, at 390. You got St. St. Louis, a good surprise after having canceled all their games. They're coming back. They're going to be contending for the central title. But you look at my beloved Cincinnati Red Legs, who spent a whole lot of money on people that could hit and field. 
none of whom who in this season have been able to hit or field. And then you go over to the American League, and we kind of thought going into this that the Yankees were going to be the team to beat, and they're playing they're playing even ball. Boston in the tank. Uh, Texas in the tank. It's just interesting to see what is happening on this shortened season. It really is, and I think you hit the nail on all those surprises of who's not doing well, including the reigning World Series champs, Washington Nationals. Hey, 16 teams are going to make the playoffs. There will be eight best-of-three series to get some things going. They're talking about a bubble concept, maybe playing all the games in a, in Houston or Arlington or Seattle where you got a roof and all that stuff. We'll wait and see. That That's an uh, ongoing situation, and, and it's changing each and every day, basically. But, you know, we talked about how in a short season anything can happen. Well, in the playoffs that baseball is about to get into, anything can happen. Because I've always said it doesn't – when you get to the playoffs, it's all about who's on the mound. No matter what park you're in, how many people in the stands, or nobody in the stands, cardboard cutouts in the stands. It's about who's on the mound. And the pitching is finally starting to come around a little bit. Uh, I, I think it'll be exciting the postseason, albeit so many teams in there. And I, I don't know if that's going to yield into permanently having 16 teams in the playoffs. They make a lot of money in baseball playoffs, and it very well may happen. But uh, we'll see. I think it'll be an interesting stretch run, a little over two weeks left in the r- regular season. And then the postseason will get going. And, and I'm excited about it. I still stick with what I said when they started the shortened season. Can anybody beat the Los Angeles Dodgers? And that's what it's looking like. I mean, they're 31 and 12 this morning, uh, comfortably in the lead in the NL West. Uh, we'll see what happens. And of course, we'll, we'll have more. We'll have another podcast in the next week or so getting ready for the postseason. It was, uh, it's quite the week in Major League Baseball in that, uh, two former great Hall of Famers, uh, passed away. And then we got a Hall of Famer who it's actually Roberto Clemente Day today in Major League Baseball. Uh, but let's start with Tom Seaver, the right-handed Hall of Fame pitcher, three Cy Youngs, 311 wins. Tom Seaver passes away. He'd been removed from the public the last year plus uh, battling dementia. But uh, uh, what an icon in the game of baseball. Uh, you know, Tom had had uh, Alzheimer's, early Alzheimer's for quite a time. I mean, going back so long that the person that told me about it the first time was Jim Bunning. So he's had it for a while. Uh, he was a great pitcher, had his only no-hitter here in Cincinnati. And uh, on that mound that day, it's kind of interesting, on the mound that day, he was part of that Big Red Machine team, but Johnny Bench did not catch that. It was the backup catcher. Uh, Del Werner or something like that at Warner, who was a, a journeyman who happened to catch that game. But I think the greatest thing that I have seen, the greatest tribute that I have p- seen paid to a Hall of Famer was paid by the New York Mets before they went out after Tom Terrific passed away. They all put dirt on their right knee. He was the guy. It said a lot of times that that the great pitchers don't throw with their arms. They throw with their legs. Tom Terrific was the guy who dug down in with that leg. That knee was always hitting the mound. Uh, he was thrown with every portion of his body behind it. And for the players at the Mets to come out with every one of them with their right knee dirty, I think that was one of the greatest tributes in baseball I've it's ever seen. It's because of Siebert at the drop and drive 
mechanics or technique uh, was they coined that phrase. And then that was taught for many, many years. It's not necessarily taught anymore, but my thing that I liked was a hall of famer, Reggie Jackson's quote, which I'd seen before. And of course it resurfaced this week. Uh, when talking of Tom Seaver, he said, quote, Tom Seaver is such a good pitcher that the blind people come to the park just to hear him pitch unquote, uh, from Hall of Famer Reggie Jackson. That's quite the testimony right there, uh, to say the least. But I agree with you. The dirt on the right knee by the Mets players, that, that was well done. Uh, tip of the hat to that uh, tribute, no doubt. Also this week, Lou Brock, who, you know, you're in northern Kentucky across the river from Cincinnati. I'm in Baton Rouge. Lou Brock played his college baseball at Southern University here in Baton Rouge and went on to an incredible career, Hall of Fame career. The numbers of these guys are just amazing, but he passed away. And everywhere you looked, everything I read, and read a lot here in Baton Rouge because he had went to college. He's from the state of Arkansas and uh, was what a great man he was and how much he did for the community and the Cardinal family and the St. Louis community. And he's done things here in Baton Rouge. You know, it seemed like he got into all of that. Oh, by the way, he was a great baseball player who redefined stealing bases and whatnot. So uh, quite the uh, Hall of Famer, quite the person, Lou Brock. The only person that beat him any time during his career in that string of stolen bases that he had where he led the league was Bobby Tolan from the Cincinnati Reds. I don't know if you remember I Bobby do. Tolan or not. You, you journeyman who used to carry that bat real high behind his behind his ear when, he, when he'd come to the plate and then drop that elbow before he would swing. Uh, only person that ever beat Lou Brock for uh, – for stolen bases was one year. Bobby Tolan had 57 and, and beat out Brock uh, during that. And it's a, that was an incredible run. The thing that I remember about Lou Brock, and this will be one of those childhood memories for me, is that I remember getting Sports Illustrated one week and there were uh, kids had a Lou Brock tennis shoe <laughs> that came out, a sneaker. I bugged my mom and and it had a special design on the bottom that would make you faster like Lou Brock. <laughs> and man, I bugged my mom and dad until they bought me a pair of those kids. Um wore them wore them till my feet grew out of them and and you know wouldn't change them even at then. They were hurting my feet when they got bigger, but I still wouldn't get rid of my Lou Brock Pro kids tennis shoes. That was just because I was faster with them, man. Yeah, no, no doubt about you know, that. Yeah, I mean, if Lou Brock says you can be faster with them, you have to be faster <laughs> with them. Uh, certainly one of the all-time greats. It's Roberto Clemente Day in Major League Baseball. And let me just throw a few numbers at everybody here. 15-time All-Star. He's a league MVP, a World Series MVP, two-time World Series champ, 12 gold gloves, four batting titles. And uniquely – the 3,000 hit mark, he's got 3,000 on the nose. He, he doesn't have 3,001, but he joined that club. He was a first ballot Hall of Famer uh, many years ago, died tragically on New Year's Eve trying to help others out after an earthquake in Nicaragua. Uh, Roberto Clemente, uh, just uh, one of the all-time greats. And I know he was a teammate of, of your dear friend, uh, Senator Jim Bunning, who's no longer with us. I know they were teammates in Pittsburgh, and I'm sure somewhere along the line, you, you and uh, Jim Bunning talked about Roberto Clemente. We did actually talk about him because I asked Jim one time, you know, Roberto Clemente was, was rumored to be a hypochondriac. That 
before every game, there was something wrong with him. <laughs> and I went and asked Jim, I said, I said, you know, I've read this stuff about Clemente. Come on. Is, is this really true? And Jim said Clemente would lay on the, on the floor of the locker room, complain that his back hurt, that he thinks he has this going on, that he thought he'd have this happening in his knee. Oh, his shoulder hurt. Maybe you tore this. He said, and then go would put on the cleats and go on and go three for four, have a home run, throw out somebody at the plate, come back into the locker room, lay on the floor and start complaining again about all the body aches and everything that he had. He said, it's one of the rumors, one of the rumors that was actually true. He was worried about every ache and pain that ever hit his body. And Jim said was, was probably one of the greatest outfielders that he ever saw uh, play the game. Now you mentioned the 12 gold gloves. What other, here's my trivia question for the day, Tommy. Uh, What other hall of famer from the outfield ties Roberto Clemente in the lead with 12 gold gloves. There's only one other outfielder that has that many gold gloves in the hall of fame. Wow. That's a heck of a question. And my, my brain is spinning right now. I'm trying to think it. I can, can you give, I don't want like a huge hit, but can you give me like a, a hint? There's a, well, any hint I give you is going to give you. So let's just say, Hey, <laughs> Willie Mays. Willie Mays was uh, uh, is the answer for the other outfielder that has twelve gold gloves to match that of Roberto Clemente. I, I, you know, but you're, I think with Brock and Clemente and and even to some respect Seaver, uh, I think the legacy of these guys is more than what they did on the field, and so overlooked today by so many players that come up through the leagues and, and, and get the million-dollar contracts and get everything else. Clemente was killed wanting to help people who, were, who, were, who had been devastated by an earthquake. Lou Brock was Mr. Community. Oh, by the way, he was a Hall of Famer. Tom Seaver was the guy who never passed a fan in the sands and didn't sign an autograph, didn't sign a baseball, didn't stop to talk to somebody was always part of that that outer community outside the 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 gates of the ball yard and i think more than anything else as we talk about those three guys their legacy is much more than hall of famers uh in in just baseball they were hall of famers in life i agree 100 percent. one of my favorite quotes by roberto clemente which i put on my twitter and facebook this morning uh clemente was quoted as saying quote if you pitch me outside i will hit 400 if you pitch me inside you will not find the baseball unquote (laughs) Uh, (laughs) go look at it rick you can go look at my facebook page or or anybody else out there tommy christ saying k-r-y-s-a-n that is posted on my twitter and facebook page if you want to check it out hey rick it's been great talking about uh what we got in major league baseball now then then tom siever lou brock and um roberto clemente tell everybody how they can pick up copies of your award-winning work you're an outstanding author many of your work is in the political arena but you've got some sports flavor in many of your books as well Sure do. And all you have to do is go to Amazon and go to my Rick Robinson author page and you can find everything from Sniper Bid and Killing the Curse uh, all the way to my current novel, which is uh, Opposition Research, a political thriller. Uh, Love for everybody to log on today and and, and grab one of those on Kindle. Rick, as always, thanks for your time. We'll do this again in a week or so and uh, the Major League Baseball postseason is right around the corner. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.